just once again make clear that which most do not seem to understand. This podcast is marked as explicit, not because it offers a mature look into the world of topics not meant for the young or immature, but because it mucks about in very appalling, gormless, and tasteless filth whilst reveling in it. Cinemus Psyops aims to drag you down into the very same muck filled with sexual deviancy and decayed morality. Cinemus Psyops. They heap weekly praise on such filth while discussing the most base and animalistic urges, reviewing the lowest common denominator of low-grade trash ever considered film.
Welcome to the 394th consecutive week of Cinema PsyOps. I'm your host, Court, the guy coming to you live with a legally derived hemp pie. And joining me all the way across the city of Omaha is my co-host, Matt. I'm stoned as fuck, y'all. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, you're allowed to be more stoned because you don't even have to read. You just have to respond to things and try to remember what it was that you saw in this movie this week, Monkey Kung Fu. Well, it was a lot of Kung Fu, and uh, that's about it. Not a lot of monkeys, so I'm a little mad about yeah, it, but it's okay. Yeah, yeah, well, okay, if you're expecting monkeys with that, no. Uh, yeah, I'm a little mad about it. Do you expect cranes for a movie that was called Crane Kung Fu? Yeah, yeah, I'm a little angry. Well, and not maybe so much about the cranes, because I don't like cranes, but... God, I you know, love a cute monkey. So I'm a little mad about it's it. A style I'm a little disappointed. It's a I'm a little hot about it. I don't care. I said I'm a little hot about it. All right. I'm a little hot. I could be a little hot about it. I guess. Okay. But I mean, <laughs> just because I, the film didn't deliver exactly what you expected at the moment that you expected it to be delivered doesn't mean that it's the fault of the film. It refers to a style of Kung Fu. <laughs> Yeah, I, I well, I never said I was mad at the movie. Hey, if it, was called, it was little... if it was called Monkeys Doing Kung Fu when we got No Monkeys, I would also be a little hot at the movie as well. That should be the next movie. That really, that <laughs> if somebody's not making that movie, they need to get on it stat because that would be <laughs> fucking amazing. <laughs> you better be careful what you wish for. You might end up watching a movie with an invisible chimp in it. Oh, well, if it's invisible, I don't want it. Because <laughs> <laughs> you want to see the chimp, right? You want to see it. I mean, goddamn people. <laughs> Put it together. Get it together, Court. Fuck. When's the last time we've done a martial arts movie on this show? Can you even remember? Fuck. It's been it's years, been a right? Long, yeah, years. I was very excited about this. Yeah, I was kind of looking forward to it, too. And I think it's kind of a refreshing change of pace of some of the stuff it that is. we've been doing. Uh, it's a very and by the comedic way, it's, it's, kung fu movie, too. Yeah, it's very. I loved it. No, no, I won't. I won't even bury that. I loved it. Yeah, I, I can't wait to get into this. This was a fun movie. Yeah, it was a lot of fun to even watch. Even with its yeah. lack of primates, it was a great movie. <laughs> it won you over, even though it had a lack of primates. Yeah, yeah. yeah even though there's a lack of hairy primates, I, I, I still got won over by it. Yeah, the only primates in this film are the people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, you know, and who wants to watch that shit? <laughs> <laughs> We're all descended from them, folks. That's how it works. That's right. Yeah, and we love them. I was trying to remember the last kung fu movie or martial arts movie that we even did and it's been so long that like i can't even remember it so i'm gonna have to look it up just to put it in the group and yeah like it's been x amount of years since we've done a martial arts film and this feels very much like the comedic style that jackie chan would end up adopting uh there's yeah. there's some of the jokes in it that are a little bit um broad let's just put it yeah <laughs> we'll just put it that way they're a little bit broad but overall yeah. it's very funny and most of the comedy is derived from blowhart braggart guy getting put in their place and getting their asses beat which is always good yeah that's always fun to watch i think that's why we both enjoyed the film so much yeah uh, yeah you love to see guys get their come up and soon need it <laughs> and it doesn't have to be guys it can be gals too and gals yeah, anybody anybody getting their comeuppance when they need it is is yeah. is yeah is good yeah but let's face it it's usually guys that need it because we're fucking awful it, it is it's usually dudes because yes we are uh giant pieces of shit 
<laughs> All right. So since there's a lot of fighting in this film this week, pretty much every, well, every single song in some way, shape or form has something to do with fighting for the pirate radio if, edit. If, if, if everyone was Kung Fu fighting, is it on this list? I don't know, man. I don't know about this show anymore. That is way too fucking obvious. So I did not choose ah, that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, usually you don't care about being heavy handed, but all right. All right. I also I, don't I, like I, that I, song. So there you well, go. I don't think I like it either. I just thought it worked too well. <laughs> I think I did just fine. Up first, we're going to have High Standard with Fighting Fist's Angry Soul right after the Legion Patreon ad. This will keep you quiet. Oh, hi there. I didn't see you. You caught me cutting a new show. I'm Bo Ransdell, and I'm one of the many creators you can find on Legion Podcasts. I said quiet! My fellow podcasters and I work hard to bring you the best in horror podcasting, but that comes at a cost. What's that like to live deliciously? Not that, but also, yes. No, what I'm getting at is that there are server costs, costs for good microphones and software for editing, all the things that make our shows, you know, fun to listen to. And you can help. If you're enjoying the shows on legionpodcasts.com, or in the Legion Network available on iTunes and Stitcher, just about anywhere you can download a podcast, really, you can help us out and get a little something for your trouble at patreon.com forward slash Legion Podcasts. For just two bucks a month, you get a pair of movie commentaries exclusive to Patreon, and for $5, you can also join us for a monthly screening of a movie. All of that available on patreon.com forward slash Legion Podcasts. We appreciate it, and thank you for listening. Now... Back to the cutting room. yourself over here i i quite i should never have questioned court i i do apologize you always know what you're doing <laughs> it's not that i wouldn't music. yeah it's not that i wouldn't put kung fu fighting and i may have done that in a previous episode but that's true it just seems a little too obvious in a movie called monkey kung fu to do the kung fu fighting for me uh, yeah I, I you know i'm just gonna say that's never stopped you before but i understand if you also don't like the song you don't want to have to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a little played out and i think a lot of people yeah. have already done that so that's just not yeah, that, yeah i you know that i won't 
fault you for. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into Monkey Kung Fu. The film opens with a demonstration of what I assume is the titular style of Kung Fu while the opening credits roll. After three minutes of this, we see a dude in prison and there's dialogue. So, yeah, that's our first clip. Uh, all right, yeah, well, yeah. Your name? Name is Wei Chung. Your age? I'm just 20. Your job? I'm self-employed. Huh? I'm just a loafer. Where you from? Guangdong, Tyson. That's so. Well, you came a long way to kill people, huh? Ah, come on. I just killed one. Hey, I did kill him, but still, it was only in the course of justice. Hey, Captain, you ever heard of the hero Wong Fei Hung? Sure, he was an expert boxer. Well, he was my auntie's father's uncle. Because of that, I inherited his chivalry. I like justice, and I'll fight for it. <laughs> Captain, so it's not really my Lock fault. Lock him up. Right. The last cell. Come on. Uh, Captain, what's my sentence? Hard labor. Three and a half years. What? That long? Hey, the last cell. That's too bad. That new prisoner. See where he is, huh? Sure. That'll fool. Kill him for sure. Oh, oh bastard. The trailing ends of most of these clips are going to be where the fights actually start because let's face it, it's a kung fu movie. And much like yeah. porn, the story is just there to get you between the scenes where people are putting hands all over each other. Where, where, yeah, where people are kung fu fighting <laughs> he gets into the cell and when he tries to set up his mat that's what you heard at the end there the old man pulls it out from under him and that begins a fight for the mat and the ultimate control of the cell i guess we get yeah. we get some more monkey kung fu in action some of the skittering about seems like more of a liability than a help as the old man continues to let's just say ape the dude all over the cell I mean, he really just fucks this guy up. <laughs> the fight ends with the new guy having a floor mat without any hay to lay on top of at the far end of the cell. And they cut from this to the new guy makes a raspberry tongue at the old man during mealtime and sits down with the other prisoners to eat. And they have dialogue and our second clip. Hey, don't provoke him. What if I do? Oh, fool. Hey, you watch him. I warn you. Hey, now listen, that old guy is a maniac. He attacks everyone. Everybody is really scared of him. Well, doesn't worry me. I'll tell you why. I'm perfectly capable of taking care of myself. I even killed a guy once. That's why I'm in here. What? Not scared? Huh. Why should I be? Right. If you're not scared to die, go sit on that chair. Huh. That one there. Why? Did he bring in the chair himself? <laughs> no, he did not bring it. But still, there's none of us who would dare go and sit on it. <laughs> you're a weak need lot, right? Just you watch me. What a fucking blowhard. This guy's already yeah. beat his ass once, and now yeah. he wants more just because he was embarrassed and he has to prove how tough he is. Well, I mean, listen, man, sometimes uh, you do stupid shit when you're a kid, <laughs> and this guy's only 20, so he's definitely still a kid, and he's doing stupid shit. <laughs> <laughs> this leads to another bout from the old man monkeying about and the young man hamming it up while he's doing it. The guy's basically trying to Spider-Man his, his uh, opponent here by mouthing off so much he makes and make a mistake but yeah he can't pull it off because the old man's just focused in on beating the shit out of him yeah the the old man's pretty much just like i uh don't really care about anything you're saying or doing I'm going to beat the fuck out of you. <laughs> the fights are really involved, and I haven't really described it. There's been a ton of acrobatics and some really amazing kung fu work. And oh, if yeah. I sat and tried to write down everything that happens second to second and moment to moment for each individual acrobatic thing that happens, we will be here all fucking day talking about how amazing the kung fu is in this movie. It, it, the the uh, yeah, the choreograph and and uh, oh my god, it's just like finding a great dance partner, I guess, for these people and just 
the work they put into it was just awesome. Yeah. And basically this particular fight is a really big showcase of that. It's more of the young man jumping around, doing flips from forbidden chair to forbidden chair. And these guys balancing on these chairs and not like making them flip over unless they want to and doing rolling chair stunts and using the chair as a weapon or to block from a punch. And just, it's basically the old man is taunting him as the young man tries to get into a chair just to sit down. And that's, like I said, there's some amazing uh, acrobatics and chair flips and rolls and all that kind of stuff while this is happening. And we know where this is going to go. It ends once again with the mouthy young dude just basically getting defeated. And the battle is great. <laughs> yeah. But I think this pretty much does something to where the old man like actually starts to be impressed by the guy and he sees something in him where he's like, you've got potential. Because later that night, the old man wakes up the new guy and they seem to be getting along all of a sudden. And that's our next clip. What's wrong, Mr. Ma? Well, I'll tell you. Tomorrow morning, they're going to execute me. Hey, is that right? Now, don't you worry. I knew it would happen. And that's why I've something to give you. What's that? Here. What's that? It's one half of a medal. When you get out, try to find the other half. It's around somewhere. Other half? Right. The two halves together, they'll tell you a special secret. I've really admired your stubborn spirit here. That's why I'd like to leave you this medal. Remember, you try and find the other half. It's a clue to a treasure. I like how the old man doesn't really tell him what it actually is. He just is like, you try to find the other half, everything else will work out, and you just do it. And the guy just assumes it's a treasure, so that's why he takes it. Well, I just love also that the other half is like, he's like, it's around someplace. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it exists, and trust me, you have to try and find it. <laughs> it's not like we're in a big country or anything. You're you're fine. You'll find it. It doesn't even give him like a starting off point. <laughs> <laughs> With that, we see the old man led off to his death as another new guy is led down to the cells at the same time. We hear the gunshots, and they cut from that to the men smashing rocks doing this hard labor as the new guy notices the main character staring at the half of the treasure key, or at least he thinks it's a treasure key. And not doing a goddamn thing else. Besides that, the guard also lazy asshole. <laughs> the guard also takes notice of this laying about, and that leads to our next clip. Hey, good working you. I was. Huh? I saw you sitting on your ass. So don't lie. Hey. You stop that. You were looking at something. Give it me. I can. Give it me. All right, you. This leads to yet another fight, big shock there in a Kung Fu yeah. movie, <laughs> where two guards try to beat the convict into submission, but he turns the tables on them by taking their whips and using one of the whips against the two guards. Like, he disarms both of them, but is able to control one of the whips and then starts whipping the guards. This is yeah. our main character. I think his name is pronounced Wang, but I just call him our main character because I don't want to um, mispronounce it anymore. I know, right? He's just, it, it gets to a point where uh, it's where I've gotten to in some of these movies, and I'm just like, ah, main person A and main person B. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so a third guard comes in with a gun, and this gets it parlayed into a prison escape as the newest guy of our and our main character run off together. The newest guy disarms the guard with the gun, and then they run off together. But at some point, the newest guy just throws the gun like he took off the guard away, but I guess he doesn't need it because of Kung Fu, but like, wouldn't that gun come in handy to try and maybe, I don't know, break the chains that are holding you two together? Yeah, something, but uh, no, no, it's a lot more entertaining when they're stuck together. Yeah, but 
but the dis- the complete disregard of the gun has to be a sign of him also having very strong kung fu. Yes, yes, they have. They are both very powerful kung fu men. They run off and up through a river, over a field, and then through yet another river. They're just establishing that they've been on this for a while before they stop to drink some water and attempt to break the chain that binds them. They do a <laughs> they do a comedic split up attempt where they try to run in opposite directions. That leads into some dialogue and our next clip. Jesus. You made it? No. And you? Not yet. Let's keep going. Right. (laughs) Hey, why'd you pull me? You pulled me. I go this way. I go this way. (laughs) Hey, which way now? I think go east. Well, I'm going west now. There's a road there. We use that. And they're going to catch us. Hey, you're wrong there. Because I always use the small trails and never the main roads. Right. We'll head west. Hey, you said go west. What's wrong? Sorry, but I'm afraid I've changed my mind. You what? Now I think that I'd like to go east. Right. Hey, don't follow me. I've not much choice. I'll fix it. Like how? Hey, you'll see. Hey, what's this? Hey, trying to break the chain. Hey, be careful. These guys are on the run. They're trying to get away from the people that are chasing them because they're supposedly in prison, and yet they take time to show off their kung fu skills towards each other just to see what they can do with the chain and flipping each other around and fighting. It's weird. Yeah, it is. <laughs> this begins another acrobatic display of the men tripping and flipping each other, as I described, and tumbling to the ground as they pull on the chain in a strange energy-wasting endeavor under the guise yeah. of breaking that chain. I don't... It's It seemed really useless. Like, their time could have been better spent doing any anything else <laughs> <laughs> i think it's more or less just them trying to show one and ch- like trying to determine who's in charge yeah. without actually talking about who's going to be in charge yeah who should make the decisions <laughs> yeah and it's super fucking funny anyway like it really is like them pulling on the chain and tripping each other and just using the chain to fight is really entertaining and quite hilarious yeah after great after much of the acrobatics in the chain battles, they lay each other on their backs basically by really hurting each other this time. And that leads to yeah. our sixth clip. Oh, oh, why did you do that to me? Uh, well, you started it. Well, what now then? I'll tell you. We get rid of this chain. Right. Hey, let's find a place with some tools. Mr. Joe, are you looking for an old fellow named Ma? Right. Had he only one eye? Right. Oh. Sorry, you're too late. We just executed him. Tell me, why did you want to see him? Mm. I had orders that I was to try and help you. Before he died, did he leave anything? Uh, leave something? Try to think. Yeah, listen. Do you mean like a half metal? Right, that's what I'm looking for. I remember, he gave it to a young prisoner. Where is he? He's escaped. Wasn't long afterward. All right. He and the other one made a break for it. Yeah. What's more, the two of them were chained together. Right. Let's get after them. Hey, that guy should get these chains off. Might turn us in. Now, let's try. Come on. Hey, we want you to fix a chain. Right. But it'll cost you three dollars if it's a horse chain. Two dollars for a mule chain. All right, we'll pay. Do it now, huh? Is it a horse or is it a mule? Uh, so that's it, huh? Escape convict. The money's all the same. Just forget who we are. Fix the chain. Hey, I can't do that. All of my life, I've believed in being an honest and law-abiding citizen. I'll do nothing illegal. Is this illegal? Hey, if I help you, the police will arrest me for sure. Get somebody else. 
Hey, don't you want business? Sorry. Hey, you help us. You got to. Go away. Well, unless you help us, you won't go. You won't, huh? <laughs> this leads to the chain convicts fighting the blacksmith with a long sledge, fighting it out over breaking the chain. They literally are provoking him to swing the hammer at them, and then they try to get the chain in the way to see if he can break the chain. It's hilarious. It is. It's nice. It's a. It's a. It's a fun scene. The sequence goes on for quite a while, but it never really actually loses its charm <laughs> as they attempt to trick the blacksmith into striking the chain repeatedly. The fight goes on for quite a while, but keeps finding fresh ways to humiliate the blacksmith and have the chain be struck with an axe or a sledge a few times until it finally actually breaks right in the middle. The scene is capped off where they wreck the man's stand by knocking him into it and pretty much finishing him off. They flee as some men walk up to the blacksmith. There is more dialogue and our next clip he says you see two fugitives huh i just hope you can catch them bastards you seen them oh sure they just beat me up just look at me look at the mess i'm in and the horses run off i'm ruined where are they now huh i don't know you see which way they went that way we'll go west hey we're free What do you mean? Hey, you helped me to break my chain, I helped you break yours. So then, you've helped me, I've helped you. Right? So let's both go then. Which way are you going? The opposite way to you, friend. See ya. Listen, don't you follow me. I don't like that. Thanks a lot. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hold it. Thank you. Can I help you then, sir? Tell me, friend. How do you expect to get along with lousy kung fu like you got there? It's kind of pathetic. Ah, you must forgive me. We must make a living. Have to eat. We've no choice. Huh. This is my territory here. You need my permission to perform. And that costs you. Huh? Now, give me everything you got. And beat it. Hear me? Huh? Better not push me too far. You want trouble? Right, right. The old man who was accosted fights back. That's pretty well, too. <laughs> and so begins a public battle between the henchmen of the dude trying to shake the old man down and the old man as our main character watches with great amusement. The cronies get their asses handed to them, so their boss steps in and does a very impressive sequence of beating ass while holding on to a birdcage. The old man is no match for him, and the birdcage gangster walks off with the cash. That leads to our eighth clip. I control this whole town here. And that includes your show. I warn you. Be careful. Come back. Come on. Get back. Get out of the way. Master, you all right? We're ruined. The monkeys run off. Listen, you badly hurt? I'm all right now. But they <coughs> took my money... Hey, don't worry. I'll help you. Count on me. What? You? You? I just can't stand cheap hoodlums. I even went to jail once for getting rid of one of them. Uh, listen, friend, don't you bother. Those men have gone now. All right, we'll find them. Get your boss out here. Uh, what for? Just get him. Uh, you heard him. Get him out of here. Come on. Hey, you want something? I can get it. You don't need the boss. Huh? Oh, Shut oh. up. Uh, hey, you, what do you do that for? Oh. 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 Uh, what's wrong? Uh, what is it? Uh, boss, boss! Uh, what's wrong? Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, it's all right. Have a seat. Uh, sit down. Uh, sit down, please. 
Hey, just relax. Have some tea. <laughs> Mr. Ma, now then, what is it? Huh. Pay you to use or I'll smash your plate. <coughs> hey, come on. Let's sit down. Yes, sir. What would uh, you like then? Some eh? wine first. Yes, sir. <coughs> one dish of beef, one of chicken, one of pork, some spring rolls, and some buns. All right. Hey, huh? we're very hungry, so hurry it up. Oh, sure, 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 sure. We'll have a good meal. Listen, you uttered so much. Hey, now don't you worry. We don't have to pay. Someone else will pay for us. Oh, oh who? You'll soon see. Here's your wine. Thanks. Miss ah. oh. uh, you eat now. I'll go and get the money. Do that. And you better bring at least ten tails of silver, or we'll get nasty. Uh, I will. I will. Okay. All right. That is the end of the first 30 minutes of the film. I broke it up in threes in 30 minutes. Oh, there you go. Just to make life easier. Sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you've gotten all that you can get from a Kung Fu movie so far. <laughs> yeah. The battles are great. And I cut it off before another one is about to happen, quite obviously. But uh, I think the monkey Kung Fu guy that, you know, well, he will be learning it. But the guy that we've been following, our main character from the prison, this young, impetuous 20 year old, you know, martial arts master who's way cockier beyond his skill and is way yeah. more skilled than he should be at 20 at the same time. Yeah, right. Uh, he's basically watching those guys and how they perform in the style of fighting that they're doing. And I think he realizes that he can best them. And this is the first case where he can actually do it because he doesn't become as much of a blowhard here. He just basically states what's going to happen. Yeah. And I feel like this is a scam that he actually has pulled before where he finds bullies who basically extort people that he knows he can defeat, kicks the shit out of them, and then keeps the money that they were going to extort. Yeah. <laughs> good times <laughs> and so he killed someone in the commission of doing that basically and that's how he ended up in prison that's my thought yeah yeah i think so that he, he, why he's a blowhard deep down he's a good person or at least he wants to think that he is and that's why he does things the way that he does them i can't really quite tell could be that as well <laughs> He's sort of he's sort of an anti-hero, definitely, where he doesn't like people who are bullies, but at the same time, he will just take money and try and cheat people, too. So he's yeah. like he, he's like that kind of hooker with a heart of gold character, but he's still all hooker right now. And I don't think he ever gets out of that. Yeah, he's uh, he's all he's a he's a kung fu guy with a heart of bronze. <laughs> Yeah, he does try. He, I mean, he has a yeah. couple moments, but mostly he just keeps pulling lame shit like he's doing right here, where yeah. he's going to cheat people out of money and not have them realize it by beating somebody up who's basically being a bully. I mean, he's mm. not really a hero, but he's our main character for sure. That's why I never call him our hero. Yeah, he's just the main character. <laughs> Ready to move on? Yes, let's go. Okay, so the next 30 starts in the restaurant as our scheming scummy lead hatches a plan for free food and the humiliation of the mobbed up birdcage dude. The sequence involves him using the bottle for the wine to control and beat up on the men whenever they he takes a drink from one of them. And then that's when the sequence lights off. And there's a one scene where he actually jams the end of the bottle of wine into one of the dude's mouths and pours it down his throat to get him drunk. And he just kind of passes out on the spot and that's how he defeats him. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that was awesome. Hilarious. I know. It evolves out as the main character uses literally everything in the room after that as a way to attack and defend the targets of his scorn. <laughs> Again, this acrobatic work of these fight sequences are impeccable, and one has to admire the physicality of these performers. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's 
again, it's it, every scene and every fight scene is so well done. Like you can't really find a fault in any of it. And again, they're so intricate and complex that describing them would quite literally be hours of review. Yeah. After destroying quite literally everything in the place, beating that trio of thugs up and taking back the money they stole, our main character collects the same money the thugs wanted, but gives back just enough to cover the repairs for the damages he caused. So yeah, he's still kind of being a nice guy, but let's face it, he should have given all of the money back to the guy and then let him give him some money as a reward. But that's not what our character is (laughs) about. No, he's still a little scummy. He exits the restaurant victorious, but the three bad dudes stalking him from earlier are there and following him. They set up an ambush on the road, and that leads to our ninth clip. What's wrong? Want money? Well, then I'll give you a share. Thanks. Don't want money. Want my life? No. Don't want your life. Well, what do you want? Want to search you. Search me? No way. That way! He runs off and they give chase when he is cornered. Another fight ensues where our main character has to defend the object given to him by the old man. Our main character is not doing so hot until his escape plan partner shows up and it's a two on three kung fu explosion. Damn! At some point, our main character abandons his helper as he is willing and able to handle fighting these three dudes alone. This is a ruse and the dude just hit out as the three baddies fight clear of the escape mate and dart off after where they think our main character runs off. Our escape mates reunite in our 10th clip. It's you. God damn you. You left me. We meet everywhere. It's a small world. (laughs) Don't be ungrateful. I just saved your life there. That's so. But still, if you're expecting a thank you, just forget it. You what? Those fellas were no match for me. I didn't need your help. You, you. Don't agree? God damn you. You think you're so good? Think you're invincible? Hey, it isn't just skill. I carry something with me. It brings me luck. What are you talking about? Eh, won't tell you. You must try and guess. Hey, I'll be going. I'm warning you. From now, don't you follow me, or I'll get mad. Uh, listen, where's the inn? It's there. Warm hospitality and sweet fragrance waits, while auspicious firecrackers echo by the gates. <laughs> come on in, come on, we'll be waiting for you hey, now. What is come that? on, in your cup. Hey, now, cut it out. Now, in hey, come, come on, come on. There's more hospitality in this steamer. <laughs> some very comfortable rooms here. No, thanks. A master. You're so good-looking. So I tell you what now, I'll find you a real good-looking girl. Is that so? She's not only very pretty, but she's good at kung fu. Kung fu? First class. But she costs a lot. How much is that? Three tails. Wow, so much. Not that much. Here, come on. Here. So, got a nice man for you. (laughs) Now, this girl is the best there is in the whole place. All right? Well, now, look at you. You're obviously real taken with her. It's obvious. 
Soho, you take good care of him. Right. <laughs> Please pay now. So soon? Here. Just one tail, two more. Are you really worth so much? Hey, the price was agreed beforehand. Sure, but still, she said you were good at kung fu. In fact, you're useless. How do you know my kung fu's not good? In fact, if you don't pay me, you'll never leave this bed. <laughs> Dumb bitch, you don't scare me. Hey, stay here. Hey, now don't you provoke me, or I'll hurt you. Huh, you just try it. Damn it. Hey, how? Uh, oh. oh. Well, I told you what would happen. Huh, you really think you're so good? Ah! Hey! Uh. Maybe that woman was right. You're not bad. I know that. Damn bitch. This leads to a naughty series of fighting over not having to pay versus paying for the sex that he hasn't had yet, with a lot of innuendo over the maneuvers as they spar. Oh, yeah. The female performer in this has some unbelievable chops for contortionist work and control of her torso in being able to yeah. move and manipulate while she's fighting. It's amazing. It hurt me. And she also combines that with some acrobatic flips that go slow motion when she wants to control how she kicks him and stuff. It's amazing thing. <laughs> this alone is worth finding the movie to watch. No matter what you get out of the description we're giving to you, this sequence, her fighting is incredible. Yeah, it's, it's just amazing. It, it's worth the price of admission. This is quite an impressive display of talent, basically. Yes. Just, just just, saying it like that as best as possible. Big time. She beats him and flips him onto a table, destroying it. There's more dialogue after this fighting and our next clip. You're the worst. Oh, my God. What's all this? I can imagine what happened, though. He refused to pay you, huh? And he's got money. Just look. You've smashed all the furniture, so pay me. Well, no more money. What? You've got the nerve to come in here without money? Huh. Well, I'll fix you then. Are you ready? Hey, what's this? Well, to leave here, you must crawl through their legs. I can't do that. Well, you pay me instead. But I... <laughs> Go on, or I'll tell them to beat you up. Yeah. You bastard. I'll tell you, all of those girls are experts at Kung Fu, you hear? Right. I've no choice. Well, all right. I'll crawl. Come on. This way. <laughs> what a prospect. Oh. Hey, like this, okay? Come on. You can't do it that way. Come on. Right way. Well, I don't see why not. Come on. Lucky I'm not superstitious. It's like lettuce. At the end, one of the ladies just sits down on our main character to humiliate and hurt him. She is a woman of some girth, so that is played up as a fat joke more than anything. So, boo, but also boo. whatever. 
Yeah. All right. Our hero is now broke once again and humiliated by these ladies of the night. Now, I'm pretty goddamn sure that the amount of money that she was asking for for him to sleep with her, he more than could afford with that bag that he had. He was just being a cheapskate who just wanted to fight for the sake of fighting to see what would happen. Yeah. And like because of that, he does enough damage that he has to pay with the entire bag. And then they just make him crawl out of there to humiliate him. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was weird to have to crawl under everyone. But all right. Hey, listen, that's that's that, all right. That must be a cultural thing, how that's supposed to be such a bad thing or whatever. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Must be. Because, yeah, I'm like, uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> this gives us no character growth or story movement, but was a fun bit of padding to watch for sure. Especially mm-hmm. her fighting when she kicks the shit out of him. It's great. But it also does kind of establish just how this guy isn't really a good person. Like, he'd rather no. try and cheat this lady instead of paying her for the sex he's supposed to pay her for. Even though he yeah. has more than enough money to do it and just indulge himself a little. Exactly. Jeez. <laughs> He exits the house of ill repute. Pay up, dude. Come on. Yeah, really. It's, it's, be a gentleman. He exits the house of ill repute to an empty town to run into the dudes that have been hound dogging him this entire time. They demand the half the, of a medal, which he refuses and says he is too tired to fight them because he just literally had his ass kicked by a bunch of hookers. Yeah, I mean, he's like, he just had sex and then he had to go through fighting where he gets his ass. Oh, no, she was making him pay in advance. That's why he was putting up such a fight. Oh, damn. I thought they had already done it. Nope. They state that makes it easier for them, and another fight ensues as they jump him. His escape mate shows up once again to even up the score as the medal is almost lost. Like, they almost have it, but the escape mate shows up and saves the day. Finally, the boss of the goons shows up to do some pole fighting after our bumbling main characters demand the medal or their lives. (laughs) Medal or their lives. Yeah. Our main character finds a staff, and it's a pole fight to pole fight type battle not seen since some of the finest gay porn ever created. (laughs) Our main character escapes. Double on tundras. (laughs) Our main character escapes. The baddies follow, and they snag one of them and interrogate him in our next clip. All right. Why are you chasing him, huh? What do you want? Can't tell you. What? Yes, you can. Why are you being chasing me? Talk! You talk, or I'll kill you. I'll squeeze your goddamn eyeballs out. All right. Years ago, the Tiger and Tungpei clans had a fight. The two heads of the clans, Tung Chin Ma and Ma Si Tin, both of them wanted to be boss. So they had a fight at Changpei Hill to settle things. So Tung lost, was killed by Ma Si Tin. But even so, Tung managed to blind one of Ma's eyes. Ever since then, Ma's son, Ma Hei Fong, has sought revenge. On his life, he's chased the Tung Peak man. But why me? I'm not with that clan. The real reason my boss wanted Ma was to get a secret manual. But Ma's already dead. He gave it to you. That's why they want me. One of these days, they'll get you. <laughs> Don't kill him. Get him. Get him. What? You let him go? Right. So he can take a message to his boss. <laughs> right. You just tell your boss. He'll never finish off the Tung Pei clan. But that the Tung Pei clan will finish him one of these days. Get going. <laughs> Move! And you? Why are you following me? Maybe it's that medal you've got there. Maybe I'd like to have it, too. What? You trying to steal it from me, too? No. Well, what, then? Because I have the other half. What's that? Of course. 
Ma said there was another piece that I should try and find, and you got it. And so now you realize why I've been following you. Of course I do. Let me have the other piece. Right. What's it say? Chiang Pai Hill, Tiger Peak. Hey, what's wrong with you? Uh, I'm tired. What? You're tired? Now look, we've walked for three days and three nights. <laughs> hey, what you doing? Keep going until we get there. Hey, got some food? You hungry? Of course. Right. Well, you can eat and walk. Eat first. No way. This leads to a battle for a steamed bun or a rice ball. I couldn't quite tell what it is, but it's some type of food that's held together while they were grabbing at it and fighting on it between these two men. And yeah. that is the end of the full hour mark. So, full hour, hour mark. Uh, Goddamn. Uh, so, we know now that uh, the other guy had the other uh, half of that amulet, which will take them somewhere, apparently. So, and what they'll find there, we don't know yet. <laughs> Well, they also, it's also revealed that the guy like purposely went into jail looking for the other half from the master and that they were from like the same clan yeah. or whatever. And the guy with the pole that is after them has a grudge because the dude that was the master that only had one eye killed his father. So there's a whole lot of intrigue and stuff that they're laying down as to what's going on. Of course. You don't really need that. You just need to know that one character wants something the other character has. Like this backstory. It's, always, it's almost always in a amulet or half of a map or some shit like that. Yeah. But either way, we're just in this for the Kung Fu fighting. I mean, the fact that there may possibly be some kind of a treasure is really all the motivation we need from the pole fighting guy that's supposed yeah. to be their enemy. Uh-huh. It, you know, this vengeance quest thing that they just kind of throw in here at the last minute, you know, it might have been kind of okay for the pole fighter guy to, you know, say that's yeah. why he was there, you know, that the man at prison is the one that killed his father and that, you know, to seek his revenge, he's going to destroy the man's life's work or something along those lines. And he needs a medal for that, something, anything. Yeah. I mean, it's still not 100% clear, like, what he really wants with the medals other than, you know, his father died because the guy that knows this style had the medals, so therefore he needs to take it. Like, it it still doesn't really give a reason why the death matters other than he just wants the medals. Yeah, maybe. I don't know, but... uh... I don't care as long as I get some Kung Fu fighting. Uh, Again, this story can be secondary. (laughs) All right, we can move on then. All right. After the battle, they cut to the peak of the mountain mentioned in the completed metal. As the pair make their way to the peak, they notice a cave in the peak, and it's marked to be their correct location as the men vigorously search the cave, leaving no stone or weed unturned. That leads to more dialogue, and I'm already sick of writing anyway, so that's our next clip. Nothing here. Wasted our time. Now stop grumbling. Okay. That long walk. So tired. Now we gotta sleep here. Hey, look, meant to ask. You're half metal. Where'd you get it? My teacher gave it to me before he died. Teacher? Who was he? He was a classmate of that fellow Ma. Oh, I get it. So you That's right. I got myself arrested. Just so I could go to jail and then get the medal. But the day I arrived at the jail, he's executed. But later on, I saw the medal. You had it. We're looking at it. So then I followed you. I don't know what for. First I thought I was lucky. In fact, the metal's worthless. Hey, look! Monkey style was created by our master, Wang Yushen. After many years, much effort. He was inspired by the monkey and other animals. One must start by practicing the wrist strength. 
and arm strength. And thus begins a montage of the pair training to learn this style of kung fu. They must gain strength for basically every body part. It is demonstrated and explained that they need to gain that strength in that specific body part. And then they demonstrate how you can train that body part to do this monkey kung fu. Yeah, (laughs) it's nice stuff. Everyone's having a good time. I guess it could be educational. I don't know if this is a real style of Kung Fu or not. I'm not really able to tell, but I would imagine that it would increase your battle skills to develop every single muscle in your body in such a way that what these guys are doing and their balance. I mean, it can't hurt you to train like this. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it looks painful <laughs> right yeah but what i'm saying is it can't hurt your to your skill level it should increase no, your yeah. ability to fight yeah <laughs> but it oh my god they're doing the things with the wrist i was like oh <laughs> <laughs> well this continues on with some more descriptions and our 14th clip in this style one uses breath control to ensure equal emphasis on force and on suppleness the style has many variations uh. Look at you. You only like to eat. You don't like to practice. What's that? Are you being serious? Well, you're wrong. Well, I'm not wrong. What have you learned? The circling arm, the chopping arm, the slicing arm, and then... Drunken monkey. You learned that? Well, I haven't yet. I know that. Tell me. You learned it? A bit. All right. Show it me, then. Well, maybe you don't know it. Drunken monkey climbs up the hill, slowly reaches the top. Drunken monkey moves down the hill. (laughs) Drunken monkey climbs up the hill. (laughs) Waves the fan, holding jar. (laughs) Waves the fan, holding... Lightly, slowly, waves the fan. (laughs) Slowly, waves fan. Then shake the head, loosely free. And shake the head, loosely free. (laughs) Then shake the head, loosely free. stands before the lake. And so we watch as the badass dude who saved our main character through all of this fucking movie takes the time to learn the style of the drunken monkey while drunk. Yes, because I mean, come on, the the drunken monkey while drunk. <laughs> Uh, the pair have worked together more and more on all of their skills, and the description of each of the techniques is said as the on-screen display of said technique is demonstrated. Again, if this is a real technique, this may be a way for you to learn it if you sit there and mimic this by backing it up and playing it again and yeah. again. Keep doing, keep going, keep going. Back into the left, back into the left. Back into the left. Back into the left. This takes up a lot of screen time and would feel like padding if this were not still part of the mega training montage between these two. They cut from this to the badass dude wakes up to find our main character is missing and wonders where he snuck off to. They cut from that to a school of martial arts where anyone that knows these kinds of films knows a school busting scene is about to happen. Yeah, yeah, they're about to beat the shit out of Viperman there. (laughs) And that leads to our pent ultimate clip. 24, 25, hey, what do you want? Nothing. Well, go away. Can't I look? You can't. Hey, kid, what do you want here? This is a gymnasium. Yeah? Well, it looks just like a morgue. Huh? You want to die? 
that why you here? I never felt fitter, you old fool. Huh? Why you? Teacher, he's from the opposition. Right. Come to spy on us. Right. Copy our techniques. Mm. Hey, don't let him go. Right. You can't leave. Why? I'm invited for dinner. Hey, you there? Tell me, how long have you been standing here now? And just how much have you learned from us, huh? Been here quite a while, but still, I learned nothing. Huh? Nothing? Well, I'll have you know that my style comes from the Five Tigers clan technique. Ha! Huh? Though, you see, it's quite special. Hmm. Maybe it is, but still, it's useless. Huh? Oh. Teacher, let me handle him. Teacher, let's use this chance to show our skill. Right. All right. I just come down from the hills, and I need someone to fight with. Yeah, and this looks like a good place. Oh, so you want to fight. Get it! And with that, the school busting scene commences where our monkey kung fu dude starts testing his newfound skills against the school Denzians one at a time. After kicking the shit out of enough of the students, the rest flee in a fun little comedic bit, leaving the master without any students and the school officially busted. The busted. Mas- the master of the dojo goes after the monkey kung fu artist with a spider style that he apparently invented, which uses sound effects to convince the opponent at some point they have a wire wrapped around them somehow or something. I don't get it. Yeah, it's I don't know what's going on around here. <laughs> this ruse does nothing effective and the dojo master is defeated. Just then a woman shows up and attacks the monkey kung fu artist as the dojo master runs off, letting her deal with him. The older owner of the other half of the medallion shows up and apologizes to the woman before dragging the idiot, flashing his newfound skills off around town for all to see away. Yeah. Look at me. Uh, look at everything I know. What a braggart. This leads to our final clip. Oh, sorry, sorry. Hey, but I haven't finished yet. Come on. Come on. Let's get on. I, I was just enjoying myself. God damn it, you're useless. No, I'm not. Every I'm time I you. turn around, you're in trouble. Oh, come on. That's not fair. Well, why were you fighting her? Well, it wasn't easy, I can tell you. She's not easy to fight that one. All right, come on. Yeah, well, I bet you couldn't have done so well with her. Why do you come barging in like that? It's none of your business. Most unfair. But my luck had changed. Well, you always do. Right, drink up. What were you up to? Deliberately looking for trouble. You got it wrong. Those fools challenged me. You're lying. I'm pretty sure you started it. Well, I wanted to have a fight with somebody. Why? Well, now, I learned the monkey style, but only on the theories in the book. Never used it. Might not work. Don't worry. You'll use it, all right? You mean, use it on the Black Tiger Gang? They haven't forgotten us. Right. If they don't find us, they'll know we're practicing secretly. Of course. And they mean to kill us both. I'm quite sure of that. Still, Machao, I don't want to be killed by them. What are you thinking, then? That you'll back out? Hey, I never said that. It's just that the thought of dying doesn't really amuse me very much. Ah, you're talking a load of crap. Hey, never mind. Let's have a drink. Come on, have a drink. Eh? Right. Cheer up now. Machao? Machao? The pair drink up until the older dude passes out, so our main character decides to sneak off and pack up all of his shit, stealing the Monkey Kung Fu book for himself. Yes. On his way out, he finds he was followed by that rival clan group that wants the secrets, so he hightails it out of there only to be confronted by the pole fighting baddie and his men. This feels like it will be the final battle, as we only have eight minutes left in this fucking epic. (laughs) Yeah, you'd hope it's going to be. Our main character has 
has improved upon his fighting abilities in such a way that he is now holding his own against these three men and the pole fighter dude jumping in when his men are useless here and there. Yeah. Like yeah. he, he knocks out those three dudes a couple of times or he puts them out of commission enough to where they can't do anything. Then the pole fighter dude jumps in and just basically tries to keep him at bay until his dudes can wear him out enough to defeat him. Yeah. It's a little weird, a little off putting <laughs> quite the epic battle actually. Yeah. Just as the baddies get the upper hand, the drunken monkey expert older fighter shows up, and this means the old scores are about to be settled, and the pair of monkey fighters will now put their full skills to the actual test. Yeah, we're going to see who's got what now. Let's go. Drunken monkey skill versus pole fighter happens as the young main character fights the three baddies elsewhere. The young man defeats all of the henchmen just as the older monkey fighter starts to lose to the pole fighter. So the pair team up to fight the pole fighter in the final extravaganza of skills test. The pole fighter proves to be quite difficult to defeat. When even working together, the duo seem incapable of defeating him. But just as all hope feels lost, they use a team maneuver to stop the staff from being a factor, where the young guy rolls up the back of the older one, isolating the staff and keeping it from being able to move. He elbows the man twice into the head, brings him down to the ground, and then uses those strengthened legs to crush his head between his knees. The film even cuts to the pot breaking, the clay pot breaking, so we know exactly what was happening there. Yeah, they did a really good way of uh, making it like not having to rely on blood and guts. This is an instant kill and the film ends with the pair racing towards and diving onto the book showing how to do the monkey kung fu and then we roll credits. This, again, was a fun film, and I like how even at the end, the young kid can't be trusted, and the older guy wants to keep the kung fu for his clan, and yeah. like they just are fighting over everything, including who gets to keep the buck. Like The whole reason that they're there is because the young guy is such a scumbag, he can't be trusted to be left alone, and now yeah. the old guy's got to drag him along all the time. <laughs> Everywhere he goes. and I mean, he's not even that much of an old guy, but yeah. <laughs> the older, more experienced fighter, I should say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of an interesting battle at the end where the pole fighter guy is supposed to be this undefeatable like monster killer is yeah. my guess and so was like his father but he's been on revenge for taking out this whole entire clan because the one guy that was part of the clan who lost his eye and was the old man in prison killed his father or whatever and they draw that part of the story out just a little bit too much i don't like i said i don't think we needed any of that the kung fu is so. what we're here for and it was vastly entertaining like i yes. had so much fun watching this movie it was some of the most fun i've had in a long time watching any of our movies so Excluding the stuff about the prostitution, which you may have to explain, you could probably get away with showing this to a kid too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the yeah that only that part is the only part where you'd be like, okay, well, I'm gonna have some questions to answer. But, but other than that, yeah, and like I said, they did a great job of not getting too gory and just relying on the actual action. Right. And if they're a little bit older of a kid that kind of knows what a prostitute yeah. is, like there are kids movies for somewhat older kids in their 10, 10 to 13 age that make jokes about prostitutes too. So yeah, right. So not that big of a deal, but I think the violence that's in it is done in such a cartoony way. And like, you know, when people get hit, they rub their head and it hurts, but it's not like cracking their skulls and stuff. Yeah. And it's not until the very end when it's clear that they have to kill the guy. Does anybody actually really die other than the execution thing? But they only hint at that we don't see it 
Yeah, exactly. So, uh, again, it's uh, very well done. Yeah, it was a nice breath of fresh air before we begin that which you don't want to deal with. I thought we weren't going to talk about it. Oh, we might as well. Either that or we're going to have to do some psyop news. Oh, fuck. All right, let's talk about it. (laughs) We still have to do some psyop news, though. I know. I know. Uh, It's coming, folks. Uh, By this time uh, next week, we will have started March Matei. And Matt is going to have to do the notes for every single one of the Matei movies this March Matei. But on the plus side, it's also going to be the last time that we're going to be doing these. Unless, the only way that this is going to work, it has to be four Matei movies that we have never covered before. Ever. Not just even a Matei, because we've covered some that were outside of Matei without even realizing they were Matei. (laughs) But essentially, we need four movies. It has to be four movies to be a full month of Matei. And they all have to be movies that we haven't covered before. And I'm not going to be responsible to find them anymore, because I can't do this to Matt anymore. Or myself. If you guys were cool, you wouldn't do it. You just, you'd let it go. If you're cool, if you want to be cool, if you don't want to be cool, then I know that you're not cool and that would bother me. So (laughs) basically Matt doesn't want this to happen. So he's begging you not to. And I know how much you love to torture Matt. So it's in your hands now, folks. God, you guys don't have to do that, though. (laughs) While Matt comes to terms with the fact that you are still going to do that, we're going to play the next song from Guar, the song Fight. And when we come back, we'll get some science. is always fun to listen to. <laughs> uh, and if people were not enjoying that, perhaps they'll have more fun listening to you. Give us some psyop news! Alright, th- this kind of goes for us. Uh, this is for man, main man Robert. Our main man, Robert, in the field. He must have an incredibly long penis. That is what they tell me. Uh, So, uh, from the insider, YouTubers said they destroyed over 100 VHS tapes of an obscure 1987 movie to increase the value of their final copy. They sold it on eBay for $80,600. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, I need a better explanation as to why you would do this just to try and make money. I'm going to hopefully explain it to you. 
So a pair of YouTubers said that they destroyed over 100 uh, copies of a VHS tape as part of an experiment to try and increase the value of their remaining copy. They sold the final copy from their collection for $80,600 in an eBay auction. On December 30th, uh, a YouTube channel called Red Letter Media, which reviews obscure movies, posted a movie in which hosts Richard Evans and Mike Stolk-Lassa discuss collecting rare VHS tapes, many of which have been sold online for large sums of money. The caption of the video uh, read, as the owners of uh, of thousands of crappy VHS tapes, we are curious to dig deeper into this trend. Inspired by a sealed copy of the movie Back to the Future that sold at an auction for $75,000 in June. Jesus Christ. Inspired by a sealed copy of the movie Back to the Future that sold at auction for $75,000 in June, the duo set out to test which factors made a VHS tape a valuable collector's item and landed on rarity and condition as two of the key factors. Uh, The YouTube channel, which was founded by Stoke Lassa, an independent filmmaker, uh, filmmaker featured a running joke for years where they collected VHS tapes of Nuki, a sci-fi movie released in 1987. So they decided to use their collection for the experiment. Uh, Stoke uh, Lassa described Nuki in the video as a mostly forgotten terrible movie, adding, we're proud to say we very well could be the owners of the world's largest collection of Nuki VHS tapes. It sounds, uh, it, it, are you moonlighting and doing weird things that i'm not aware of no i'm not gonna pull this kind of shit go ahead yeah okay i i just wanted to make sure because it's starting to get a little weird here uh so anyway um the video uh they uh in the video, they said they selected the copy that appeared to be in the best condition and sent it to uh, be professionally graded. So that is even, they have a professionally grading thing for everything. Um, the paid, a paid service in which a third party assesses the quality, authenticity, and condition of the tape. They said their copy of Nuki had been awarded a high score of 8.5 out of 10. Stoke Lassa then said they would try to increase the rarity of the tape by destroying every copy of Nuki we collected over the last decade, aside from the graded item. In a video uploaded on March 1st, 2019, they said they had over 50 copies, but by the time they filmed the video, Stoke Lassa said they had 104 copies to dispose of. The pair appeared to put these additional copies through a wood chipper, and they ended the video by saying the final tape had been listed on eBay. Stoke Lassa said that the money would be donated to St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital in Memphis, Tennessee and the Wisconsin Humane Society to show that we're not actually monsters, is what they said. So that's not so bad. Um, on January 2nd, the eBay listing went live, and according to the site, after four days and 224 bids, it was sold for $80,600. I mean, that's a lot, right? <laughs> for, for a VHS tape, yeah. Yeah, there are people who can't rub two nickels together, and somebody had $80,000 of disposable income to buy a VHS tape of a bad movie because no one else has it. And it's like the super rare bragging, right? Hipster horseshit. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's somebody's going to be framed in their living room and that's how you can tell they're a fucking douchebag. Right. And it would be the same amount that you could probably get at least a year out of college. And if it's community college, maybe four. Exactly. The video chronicling the experiment as viewed was viewed 1.2 million times. Top comments labeled it. One of the channel's best videos and said it was, like some kind of weird performance site. Or on Twitter, a post uh, from Red Letter Media's account promoting the auction when it had an hour left received over 4,700 likes, and fans congratulated, congratulated them on the result. 
Stoklasa does not appear to have publicly commented on the sale of VH and uh, the VHS. It did not immediately respond to the request for comment. So yeah, that's um, that is something else, man. Uh, I don't know, like for the guys doing it and just like they're donating all the money. So that I don't have a problem with. It's it's maybe a nice little experiment. I have a problem with whoever has $80,000 of disposable income to buy a VHS tape instead of, you know, giving it to anything instead of just themselves throwing it in a wood chipper. But I mean, maybe a charity, you know, something. Yeah. But if you have that kind of money to be that disposable of an income with, you obviously got it by not giving a fuck about anybody else but yourself. That is correct. <laughs> hey, I'm a collector. I pay ridiculous amounts of money for things that I definitely can't justify sometimes, but I don't ever really go above like a couple hundred bucks for something as a collector's item. You know, like the rarity of it doesn't need to be that that is not that important to me. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's that's I don't know. You collect things you just like. Um, you know, right. so yeah, I'll drop 200 bucks on a ridiculously oversized Godzilla figure. Sure. I'll do that yeah. because I'll get to keep it and it may, well, yeah. it may well keep its value. And because I love fucking Godzilla, but I'm not going to buy like 5,000 Godzilla figures, destroy all of them, but one just to see how much money is a social experiment I can, I can make on that and then justify my actions by donating the money away. Yeah. Uh, there are probably people out there that are other collectors that may have bought those other tapes you just wanted to see how valuable you could make one tape as a social experiment but in the process you deprived whoever else may have wanted to collect that nuki or whatever the fuck that movie is yeah it's fucking horrendous and uh, it's still a dick move it's a big dick move uh but Jesus, I mean, yeah, I'm not the money's getting donated. That's all I can say. Seriously, if I had eighty thousand dollars burning a hole in my pocket, I wouldn't be wasting be different... it on something like that, like a VHS tape. I would. I'd be. I'd be doing a, If I had eighty thousand dollars in disposable income, I'd be doing a lot of more different shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, just coke and hookers to begin with. If I mean, be selfish about it. That's a pretty good foot forward. I... <laughs> well, it may not be a way to live. It's certainly a hell of a way to die. Right? Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> Let's pull the chain on this fucking episode yeah, and just move Let's get on. out of here. With that, I'm going to play the Ending Legion promo. When we come back, we're going to have the Vandals with Come Out Fighting, and we're going to close out this fucking show. If you enjoyed this show, then make sure you check out the other great shows on the Legion Podcast Network, like Cinema PsyOps, Cinema Beef, Devour the Podcast, Duncan and Bo Come Correct, Exploding Heads Horror Movie Podcast, Friday the 13th, Get Slayed, The Hell Ming Power Hour, Hello, This is the Doom Show, Hero Hero Ghost Show, Kill the Cast, Underwater Kaiju from Outer Space, Jerry Hates Action, Legion After Dark, Mental Health, Obsessive Cinema, Discourse, Pick 6 Movies, The Podcast by the Cemetery, The Podcast on Haunted Hill, The Psycho-Semantic Podcast, Rick Radio, House of Wax, Dude Looks Like the 80s, Rabbit and Red Radio, The Shadecast, Short Bus Cinema, Two Drink Minimum Commentaries, The VD Clinic, Who Will Survive Horror Podcast, and Which Versus the Doomsday Clock. With such a widespread of shows, there is guaranteed to be a niche for you to fall in love with. Horror, politics, movies, books, sex, music, commentaries, health, video games, kaiju, action, news, comedy, and opinions that would most likely get you killed in some parts of the world. We are proud to bring you some of the best podcasting in the world. Check us out at www.legionpodcast.com, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, and any other dark corner of the internet where podcasts can be found.
traditional and upbeat song about fighting for your life in a world that just doesn't give a fuck about you. Fight for your right. Funny you should mention that because that is probably what I'm going to close this show with. Yes! <laughs> well, let's get everybody to that inevitable end of the fucking Beastie Boys being the thing that closes out the pirate radio edit. Of course. Best place to find us, just Google Cinema PsyOps. That'll take you to the legionpodcasts.com main landing and or launching page where you can also just click on the word Cinema PsyOps or podcast Cinema PsyOps. You'll find us one way or shape or form in that way. Yeah, somehow. You'll see us. We'll be there. By the time you hear this, I will have resumed the workday meme postings, although how many I do in a day, I'm not sure. I may just go down to one just because I'm having a hard time finding them and it's getting tedious and it just takes too goddamn long to post three 13 different places on Facebook and once on Instagram. <laughs> Bean. Yeah, listen, you don't need that many memes. You got to tail down the memes. You're, you're saturating the meme market. I was shotgun memeing for like years and it's time to pull back and just do precision yeah. memeing. Yeah, precision memeing is the best. If you'd like to argue with me about whether or not I should even be memeing at all anymore, I would suggest trying to get a hold of me on the Legion Discord chat. Uh, that way and we also, can make that grievance public. And also, how fucking dare you? <laughs> the audacity. <laughs> Say we should be memeing anymore is fucking ridiculous. The meme repository is located on Instagram as cinema underscore psyops. It gets shared there first and then it immediately goes to the Facebook page for the show Cinema PsyOps and then to the group Cinema PsyOps although sometimes I share it to my main line feed of Court PsyOps first. And remember, they're not your memes. They're our memes, comrade. <laughs> yes, they belong to all of us and while you're out there getting really tired of these same old bits over and over again, <laughs> kick the fuck out of this week and make it your bit. cannot hear you one second here no problem it's probably just your output level even though you can't hear me no, I'm just i can hear talking. you yay i'm just gonna keep it's it was very different there's a microphone setting that you can check that will say automatically adjust my microphone volume okay um, hold on one second sure let me get into that i'm just here burning up some of my delta 8 flour i like the oil stuff but man the delta 8 oil is fucking harsh can never find a good like setting for that at all dude yeah i bought a, a vape pen and sometimes that oil man it over shines the battery you can't do shit it kills it well and it, it clogs really easy because it's super fucking thick so it's yeah kind of trouble so i've been given the uh delta 8 laced flower a chance which is basically just like smoking cbd hemp but with right. like the delta 8 sprayed onto it
I'm already recording on my side, so all this fun shit is being captured. Yay, and we wouldn't want the audience to miss this shit. Yeah, it's so important how this... I'm getting high and you're trying to fuck with setting. Yeah, this is where the magic happens. Did any of that help? <laughs> well, no, because my computer's being a fucking dickhole right now. So, no, nothing's helping me except for needing to just take a sledgehammer to this thing and let it die. Oh, so other things are happening to where it won't let yeah. you windows around? Yeah, other things are just pissing me off. Do you want to jump out of the meeting and do the setting and then come back to me? I can wait. Yeah, let me do that. Hold on. Uh, let me uh, drop and I'll be right back. All right, better do. Hey, I heard you come back in it. You're coming back in. Yep, I'm back and I found it and it's already, I have it automatically adjust microphone settings. Okay, cool. Just wanted to make sure. I don't know why you were getting that uh, that distortion other than just you, you know, have a loud booming voice. Yeah. It's just, it's just life. Yeah, it's just your fucking voice. We yeah. may need to uh, get you something to take care of that. I got you set yeah. up to allow to record local files. So go ahead and start recording and do your three, two, one clap for me. All right, let's record. Recording in progress. And one, two, three. All right, awesome. I'm already recording on my side again, and uh, we're we're ready to rock and or roll. Uh, you did watch Monkey Kung Fu, right? Uh, correct. Cool. All right. Well, I got the notes for that, so we're ready to rock and roll. Here we go. All right. Uh, oh, sorry, water down the wrong pipe. You all right? Oh yeah. Right down the wrong pipe. Woo! All right. Go ahead. Test factors which be a step about. Uh, oh, hold on. Let me try that again because uh, that was just terrible. Uh, yeah. So, let's try this again. And while you're out there getting really tired of these same old bits over and over again, <laughs> kick the fuck out of this week and make it your bit. <laughs> All right. And I will stop recording here. Or will I? <laughs> I was waiting to hear it. Hold on here. Going to make a great bit. The episode just keeps going because you can't stop recording. Recording stopped. Yep.